Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports. And joining me today is Mike Raziel, founder of Our Athletes and team member of Bacon Sports. Mike, super excited to have you on the show. Absolutely. All my pleasure, Rob. I sincerely appreciate you having me here. And on this episode, we're going to jam about the unique mentorship style relationship we've cultivated over the last three years. And at the end, I'm going to share how others can work with me if they are interested. But let's start with this and let's go to the beginning. You first contacted me in September 2016. Why is that? That September 2016, I was laying on my bed, um, just got home from work, definitely hated my job. And I, it was a seriously one of the craziest, craziest things. I saw a retweet from somebody and the name that came through on my timeline on Twitter was bacon sports. And I just looked at it and I was like, that's kind of funny. Let me check that out. So I clicked on your Twitter, um, checked that out a little bit, saw something on there. It might have even been a pinned tweet. I don't know if those even existed back then, but it feels like it did. Um, and it had your Snapchat information, and that's when, you know, 2016, that's when right out of college, Snapchat was just absolutely going bonkers. So I went, followed you, checked out some of your stuff, and I was just like, you know what? I think what you're doing is really cool. Let me see if there's anything I can do. Because again, hated my job, really need to make that a very clear point. So I reached out to you. I think I sent you a message. I was like, Hey man, really love what you're doing. If there's anything I can do to help, I would love the opportunity. And you responded within minutes again with a video message, of course, right to your, right to your form. And, um, yeah, then the, the rest is literally history. You said you'd love to hop on a call. So we hopped on one of these. I think we used Skype back then. So never have to worry about that anymore. But uh, um, yeah, we hopped on a call. You said if there's anything, I, I kind of this became kind of a internship slash mentorship program that yeah, has, has grown in, you know, three years in like a couple of weeks. So it's, it's crazy how, uh, how all that stuff works out. So what I want to sort of talk a little bit about is the growth and maturation process of yourself. So you had a job that you did not like. Can you let us know what was that? And then what were the things that we actually worked on that ultimately led you to get to where you are right now? Yeah, so uh, the job I had, I was a financial advisor. Um, loved the company, loved my clients, loved my coworkers, just hated finance. And I was at that, you know, we'll call it the quarter life crisis that us M words go through every once in a while. And um, I was just sitting there and I, you know, like, I realized, I was like, I could have literally done anything in college. I could have done whatever I wanted for whatever reason. I said business. And after business, I was like, okay, I'm good at talking to people. So it's sales. So I got into a sales position and turns out just hated what I was selling. Wasn't super confident in it. If you're not confident in what you're selling, you're not going to sell that much. Thankfully, I can talk a little bit. So I was able to sell. I just still hated pretty much every waking second of the day, which at 24 or whatever I was, I was like, I can't do this for 60 years. Like this is insane. So after starting speaking with you, I think three or four months later was when I finally quit my job and then started to just work on some social media, some engagement and some other opportunities in that end. So just through, you know, working with you and talking with you, I've now been able to gain a lot of personal development skills. I was never a reader. Now I read every day. Um, I never worked out. Now I try to work out every day. If I'm honest with myself, it's only three or four times a week. Um, healthier just find new ways and look at the world like honestly you were able to help me legitimately look at the world in a different way that I wasn't before which was very very 
I mean, eye-opening for for a lack of a better term, but just able to then kind of see that we can create whatever we want. You know, we're all creators, whether we're good at it or not. Like we can legitimately create whatever we want and we can create our lives um, in the image of ourselves. And that's always something that's really important to me. And I've just kind of run with it ever since. So the catalyst was hating my job and wanting to work in sports. Um, and the end game, you know, we'll see where it goes, but I'm, I'm enjoying the process and I'm enjoying where it's, uh, where it's taking me. So one thing that I was super proud of is when you let me know that you quit your job and you were starting your own company. So take us to that moment because it's a big moment for people because it's one in which your life almost starts over again. Absolutely. Quitting my job was terrifying. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I told you I was doing it for like the entire time I knew you. Like immediately I was like, no, I'm quitting my job. You're like, okay, cool. Just let me know. And then the next call will come. It's like, no, I, I couldn't quit this week. I'm definitely going to do it next week. And okay, cool. Just let me know. Um, and eventually when I did, it was just an anchor off my back, which was incredible. And just the opportunity to then kind of breathe for a second. Um, I remember it was over, um, uh, Thanksgiving day. It was like on Thanksgiving or like the day before. So I had that entire weekend, didn't have anything to worry about, but the, you know, the weight off my back was great. And then a couple of days later I realized like, Oh, wait a second. I don't have any money coming in. This is kind of terrifying. Right. So being able to just scrounge together some opportunities, as I said, through, you know, just learning about social media through you and the few months that we were working together, I was able to find a couple, you know, local mom and pop shop clients, restaurants, uh, auto body shops, you know, you name it, I would do some social media work for them and just make enough money to pay my bills and be able to finally figure out what I wanted to do, which again has led me to where I am. But that day and, and that like week and a half, two weeks was just absolutely crazy um, from a mental and a stress standpoint. But um, it's, it's funny because what's the, like worst comes to worst. I don't make enough money for a little while and I just go back to doing what I was doing and I get that paycheck again. So thankfully I saved up some money um, and I know everyone's not in that situation, but just the day of quitting was such a relief that I have not hated a single day since then. And it's been almost three years um, since we started talking and, you know, a little less than three years since I actually quit my job. So I want to add some structure to the structure of our relationship. So the way that it worked was every Tuesday, you and I would jump on a Skype call for 20 minutes. And I'm very structured in how I approach things because time is my most valuable asset. So I would always say, all right, Mike, what is your intention for this call? And you would bring things to the table of which I could talk to you about. And then we would jam and I would sort of help guide you through these things. So talk a little bit about the process of you and I talking on these calls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the calls were great. Um, obviously, over three years, they're going to change uh, naturally, right? Like some of those beginning calls, yeah, they were five, 10 minutes. And then at one point, some of them were running 40, 45 minutes just because we were, you know, as you said, just jamming really hard on some stuff. And just, I, I learned by talking. That was one thing, you know, you suggested to read a book and I read it. And one of the things I learned was I learned best while talking and just letting ideas flow. Um, so that's one thing you and I were able to work on. And then we were like, wait, you know, time is very important. Let's make sure these go back to being 20 minutes and, and very structured 20 minutes. Um, so just over those, over that time, I mean, we were just able to talk about anything, my personal development, your personal development, things you were going through, things I was going through. And as much as it was a mentor mentee relationship, I actually felt one thing that I really loved out of it was I felt that I was able to contribute to what you were doing not only at Bacon Sports, but within your personal life, within your, you know, just your, your business life, your life in general. And it made me feel super fulfilled understanding that 
it's not just me taking um, and receiving everything, which I'm okay with, but it's also the opportunity that I got to give. And we used to have legitimate just back and forth conversations where I felt like we both really got something out of it. Um, so just the structure of those calls, having it be once a week, having it be 15, 20 minutes, it was just the perfect amount of time in between and the perfect amount of time at the time um, to really get everything that we needed to get out, kind of recap what we talked about last week and what happened, and then being able to look forward and see like, okay, well, in the next week, I would like to accomplish this. And by making those bite-sized goals, um, you know, three years later, I own a company, I'm working on million dollar sponsorship proposals, and you're absolutely rocking it with you with Bacon Sports and everything you're you're doing. So it's, uh, it's crazy how, you know, small, tiny little steps, um, really get you where you're going. It's, uh, it's super helpful in the process. And I agree that there is definitely a mutually beneficial relationship. And my mindset with it, and it has always been that I look at Bacon Sports as an open-ended platform. And if I can find some people who are hungry, well, guess what? I can teach them because you need to have the hunger first. The skills can be taught. So for someone like you, I very much thought of it as a training ground. It's like, all right, Mike, you're leaving your job and you want to work in sports or do whatever you want. Guess what? I'm going to show you the things that I have learned that have helped me on my journey to then help you along on your journey. And it becomes the win-win situation that way. And my personality is one of high performance. So I would like to think that a lot of the wisdom that I was imparting on you was to try and help you become a higher achiever and to perform at a higher level. 100%. And that's that again, in what I was doing, sales and what I will continue to do for the rest of my life is some form of sales. And you do have to be a high performer because the more you sell, the more you make, the less you sell, the less food on your table, right? So it's always nice to be a high performer. And by one thing that we always spoke about was creating habits, because if you can create a habit, then it's almost sub subconscious. It's almost unconscious at that point and understanding what you need to do and how you need to do it. And when sales is an up and down roller coaster, it is very, very high numbers, very, very low numbers being able to keep the habit there and the consistency and the persistency there and always kind of just chugging along, you're getting better every day, whether you notice it or not, as long as you are, you know, practicing as well as you can. So that was one thing that, you know, really has helped me in, in becoming a high performer was, you know, just being able to talk to you, the, the book notes, obviously, Hey, what are you reading this week? What is it about? I might like it. Let me read it. So almost having a, a soundboard to talk to and understand how to get better by watching your progress and watching you get better was then more motivation and inspiration for me to say, okay, well, I'm legitimately watching it before my eyes. I know everything he does. I know everything and how he does it. That means if I just do that, it'll, it'll happen to me too, right? So it was like very easy to just kind of see it happen in motion. And again, you know, just over the three years, just the, the personal growth, uh, the personal development myself um, has gotten me to a point where, again, I'm working on, you know, stuff that if you told me, two years ago that I was doing this. If you told me a year ago I was doing this, I wouldn't have believed you. So I can only, I legitimately cannot imagine what next year and the year after that, it's uh, these numbers and these, these opportunities are going to look like. Yeah. And, and through all this, what ended up being created on the back end is what I call Bacon Sports University is I reverse engineered the success habits and mindset that is that I've cultivated over the last seven years of auditing high performers and the things that I've learned along the way and put it in a structured format so that I could share it with someone like you or anybody else who wants to become part of Team Bacon Sports. That way, immediately when someone's like, boom, I'm down with what you guys do. 
it's like, congratulations, we've got this learning platform where we're going to say we've got the structure for how you can become a high performer. But I think more importantly, it is the mindset behind it all. Exactly. I mean, if you don't believe you're not going to achieve, right? Like if you don't believe and if you're not confident in something, why would it happen? Negative thoughts don't get you anywhere. Positive thoughts do. Uh, well, negative thoughts get you somewhere. It's just not where you want to go, right? So just the mindset. And as you said, you saw the hunger in me. And I think part of that hunger was hating my job. Part of that hunger was just wanting to talk about sports on a daily basis because I did it anyway. Let me get paid for it, right? So just the hunger and the mindset are, are the two most important things in my perspective, um, in, in my opinion. And you know, being able to learn those through you. And as you said, you audited, you audited high performers Anybody can do that, right? But the opportunity to then talk to you about it and have that back and forth and have those conversations made it a lot easier to do it. Um, I never made my bed. And then you're like, well, these billionaires make their bed. And I was like, oh, shoot, okay, if billionaires do something, even if it's that stupid and that little, it's probably worth doing, right? So now I make my bed. Like, it's just one of those things where it's these little things over time that you continue to do. And as I said, getting back to the habits, it's making sure that you have the mindset of a high performer. You have a mindset that of, a, of an extreme achiever, which will then just get you closer and closer to those goals, to, to what you're trying to achieve. And even if we look at the example of making your bed, it comes down to why, so it's like, why do we do these things that allow us to build momentum or these habits and specifically about making the bed? It's like, all right, well, I can do something that one will accomplish a small task first thing in the morning. Number two, when I come home at night, my room is going to be clean because my bed is going to be made. And then mentally that's going to have some positive vibes for it that way. And of course you can take a contrarian view of that, but that's what we believe mm -hmm. when we're doing said practice. And I would love to hear some of the other things, like the number of habits that I've done in my own life that I've then transferred to you. I mean, I think reading is certainly one of them. If we look at meditation and we get super deep on the interpersonal because for me, the mindset of entrepreneurship and building the world and your image is so important because as you said, you go from a job that you did not like to starting your own business of which you've never done before. And one thing that I learned very quickly when I quit my job was, all right, there's some things that I can control. One, I can control my learning. I can learn as much as humanly possible. No one can ever take that away from me. Two, my mindset. If I can have as much positivity in my mind as possible, that's going to help me because there's so many emotional swings on any journey of success. And you need to be able to be self-aware and control what you can control. So if you can control your inputs and do it in a very strategic way and in an intentional way, that's going to that's gonna be what allows you to break through to the next level and you've got to be able to rinse and repeat this every single day. Absolutely. And one of the things, um, again, just going back to habits and the, the thing about habits is you can create them. Um, you know, some of them are, you know, what we like to think are inherent and it's very difficult to break a habit, but it's pretty easy to make a new one. Um, just literally do it every single day as soon as you possibly can. Right. So that's one thing I learned from you, just making sure that when I woke up, it was okay. I'm, I'm reading. Okay. That means I'm better than 99% or I'm bettering myself more than 99% of the people around me because not everybody reads every day. Even if it's five minutes, even if it's 10 minutes, some mornings it's more, some morning it's less, but I'm learning, I'm doing something I'm trying to achieve. Um, 
being self-aware was another huge, huge one. I mean, we know some of these internet personalities like Gary Vee, David Meltzer, some of these people say that, but again, being able to talk to what is self-awareness, it's very easy to say self-awareness, but what the heck is self-awareness? So it was nice, again, having those conversations with you and being able to do that and understand, okay, this is me being self-aware. This is me thinking that I'm being self-aware. There's definitely a difference there. Um, being able to adapt, you know, as you said, when you quit your job, you pretty much have to do whatever you can to make money, right? Um, so just kind of figuring out how to do that and the intention, as you said, again, the intention, it was always very important. If you're just doing push-ups, um, it's different than having the intention to get better while doing push-ups, if that makes sense. You know, that's something I do every day. Um, so going back to a couple of those, I read every day. I do meditation every day. Um, push-ups, I do planks. I, I'm, I'm grateful. I have gratitude. There's just so many things that I do every single day that I try and do them as soon as possible. Sometimes I do wait till late at night, but that is, you know, that's just on me. I, everybody can get better every day. But if I'm just 1% better every single day than I was the day before, things will only improve. Now, will they improve in the short term? In the long term, it doesn't matter. They will improve eventually. And that's what I think is the most important part. I think another key element of this has been accountability, both you becoming accountable to me because if you know that we're going to have a call next Tuesday and you're going to say that you're going to do something and then I take copious notes. So when you say you're going to do something, I'm like, all right, Mike, let's talk about X, Y, and Z. So if you do not do it, boom, that's going to look really bad on you. But then your own personal accountability that comes that way. So certainly I can be a layer of accountability for you. But at the end of the day, I believe this teaches you accountability in all areas of your life, which is where the self-awareness comes with of self-awareness to me is you're intentional and you're accountable to every single thing in your entire life. And I believe through our calls, that's another huge thing that you've learned through this. Again, just going back to the example before, anyone can read a book and, and read a book about high performing people. Um, but how many people read those books and then don't do anything? You know, I feel like that number is significantly, significantly higher than the people that actually take action. And even if it's just one thing, that's, that's one thing I, there we go. One thing I learned from you is just trying to take one thing away. If you can take one thing away, that means you're better. That means you're doing something that you weren't before, which is just going to increase what you were doing. If you read an entire 500 page book and you find one thing that hits you and you're able to utilize moving forward, then it was worth it. Um, Going back to your question though a little bit with uh, being accountable, that's, that's the thing that I, help, that I think helped me the most. Um, again, being in sales, being an entrepreneur, being essentially by myself all the time, it's very, very easy to just scroll Instagram. It's very, very easy to um, not work or, or pretend or make yourself feel like you're working. But if you know that there is a deadline of sorts and that was our call every Tuesday, it's okay, did I do this this week? Oh shit. No, I didn't. Okay. Let me go back. Let me make sure I, I finished this before our call. Now, sometimes, especially in the beginning, it would be, I'm doing some of that stuff on uh, Tuesday at, you know, four 30 when our calls at five 30, but over time I understood, well, like, why am I putting that off? I can then, then I started doing those things Tuesday at six, meaning after our call was finished, I did whatever I needed to do. Again, just going back to getting everything done as quickly as you can, as, as, as best you can. So um, the accountability, I think, was one of the, you know, another one of the biggest pieces of, of our relationship that is continuing to this day, which um, I'm, I'm very, very grateful for because, again, it's, it's just pushed me significantly, significantly further than, again, if you told me I was doing what I'm doing a year ago, two years ago, I would, not, I would have said, no, that's impossible. And now I can only imagine uh, what's around the corner. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you think would benefit the audience? Um, 
I mean, the, you, it's, it's crazy. Like you, I guess not, nothing that you didn't ask me, but your accessibility, like I can reach out to you and I understand you're very specific with your time and, and how emails work and how, you know, our Slack group works, but the opportunity for people to reach out to you, it, you're a very accessible person. Um, you'll get back to them at, on, on, you know, within your designated times, because again, that's very important to you. And I understand that, but I mean, I don't think there was anything specific unless you were trying to tee up a question and I apologize, but, um, you know, I just think, you know, just your accessibility and that's again, how I got in contact with you. I literally sent you a Snapchat video. Does Snapchat even exist anymore? I'm not sure, <laughs> but that's the thing that brought us together. And that's the thing that I'm extremely grateful for. And, you know, moving forward, you know, maybe one thing was just, how can we get other people involved in something like this? And how can we make sure that others can take advantage of this relationship that you and I have? Um, and then just the opportunities that they can then learn from you, I think is the most important thing. And that's one of the things that I wanted to take as an action item here is I wanted everyone to hear from you the experience of what it was like you and I working together over three years. Let that marinate for a second. So you and I have had probably over 150 20-minute calls together over the course of this journey. And the the growth that I've seen out of you, I'm just so proud of, of it because I really want to help people because it's something that the more selfless you can be to help others on their journey because guess what? Other people have helped me along on my journey. And I really just wanted to open-endedly say, Listen, if creating a coaching or mentorship type relationship like Mike and I had is something that does interest you, I am creating a new service that I'm going to extend this and open this up to people. And right now, the only way to access this is to hit me up, rob at baconsports.com or on social media and say, Rob, listen, I'm interested in jumping on a call with you to talk a little bit more about this mentorship and coaching to see how I can become a the best version of myself or a high performer. 100%. And I hope people take advantage of it. And I hope that they understand again where and none of this is smoke. This is all 100% real, everything that you and I have been through. And, um, you know, the, I, I, I'm not sure if this was the um, relationship, the, the, the expected outcome of this relationship, but I do agree, you know, what I've been able to learn over three years. Now everyone else gets to start at where I am at point three with your knowledge or with three in three years where you are at with your knowledge. So in three years, you'll be at 10 years um, rather than seven, which is just, I mean, just it's, it's exponential at that point. The more you learn, the more of a terminator you become, the more successful you become, the more you can impart wisdom onto others, which I think is really important because most of it is through experience. You've experienced all the things that people are going to ask you questions about. You've pretty much experienced everything that I've asked a question about because you have four years on me when it comes to entrepreneurship and, and high performance and, and all these things we've obviously been talking about. But being able to start at year seven, I can only imagine where I'd be three years into it if I started at seven rather than four um, or in three years at 10 rather than four. You know, just, just the opportunities moving forward. Uh, it's an exponential curve. And again, you know, hopefully if anyone is ever interested, I, I really do hope that they reach out to you because it's been a legitimate life-changing experience um, seeing that random tweet uh, from Bacon Sports one day. So I'm very grateful for it. So Mike, as I wrap this up, I'm super happy for you. I'm excited about the growth of your business and your personal brand. And actually right after this, we're about to do one of our weekly calls. Where can everybody connect with you and our athletes? 
Yeah. So uh, you can find us on Instagram at ourathletes.us. Um, please reach out to me on LinkedIn, Michael Raziel. I'm sure everything uh, will get in the show notes. And if you're interested, check out the website, ourathletes.us. We're doing some pretty interesting things with some incredible Olympic athletes. So, um, you know, hopefully there's, there's an opportunity out there as well. So please, please reach out. I am accessible as well. Michael at ourathletes.us. Um, if you'd like to shoot me a, a little personal message, i answer everything. I always like to engage. And if there's anything I can do as like Rob uh, said, he likes to help. I always love to be of service. So if there's legitimately anything I can do, please let me know. And I would love to uh, love to help. So if we look at how Mike started this relationship, he did one thing. He lived in action and he took the first step to contacting me to say, Hey, what's up, man? Would love to jam with you 15 minutes. You open to that. If this message resonated with you at all, Take a page from Mike and live in action. You can hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy or hit me up, Rob at BaconSports.com. He was smiling at how money I was. As always, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Sports Marketing Huddle, the number one thing you can do to support us is tell your friends about it. We believe in organic growth, and if you get value out of the free podcast we deliver, then we'd appreciate if you share on social media. If you're looking for some creative sports marketing resources, you can sign up for my newsletter at robcressy.com. I drop bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to get your juices flowing. 